whenever you're ready. Oh <laughs> my God. Jessica. I've never been called a fox. <laughs> Dana. That's a classy name for a Harry. I like it classic. Okay. Do you? <laughs> Welcome to the Rants and Raves podcast. Sure. Out with the bad and in with the good, motherfuckers. That's right. Jessica. Dana. Hi, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Welcome to the Rants and Raves podcast. I am Dana Powell. I'm Jessica Young. And... We are, we are here, here to, to rant, rant and, and rave. rave. Oh mm. my God, was that perfect? I feel like the synchronicity is coming back to us like Sting came back to the police. Yeah. Right? Except like his slower yoga days. Like I feel like we're still a little <laughs> slow. So. <laughs> also, don't know that he ever came back to the police now that I, I said either. that. I'm like, this is a great analogy because I used one of their album titles and now I realize it doesn't make sense. <laughs> when we walked in fields of gold. Oh, I hated that song. Me too. Oh, I don't God. know why it rubbed me the wrong way. I do. There's certain songs that for life, if it comes on, it makes the hair on my back bristle up hey. like a wild boar and I can't handle it. Yeah. You know what one of those is for me? Hmm. This is very polarizing. This is controversial. Guys. Oh, do it. We might lose some listeners unless you disagree. <laughs> I do not like that Paul McCartney Christmas song. It's a wonderful Christmas time. Simply No. I know one listener by the name of uh, Nick Armstrong is going to be very, very disappointed to hear this. All right, I'll take that dude down. He's a major <laughs> Paul McCartney fan, if you weren't already aware, but we've now both become obsessed with, uh, I would say, a more obscure McCartney song from the solo years called oh. Admiral Halsey. Not familiar. Have you? Okay, it's... Like three songs in one, right? Like it starts out one way and it's kind of talky and it doesn't really seem like McCartney. Then it gets a little bit poppy and then it turns into like the I'd like to buy the world a Coke kind of feel commercial oh. from the 70s. Admiral Halsey looking no, at No, 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 no. No, I don't need it. <laughs> Is it one of those like 16 minute songs where you're yes. like, I'm never going to get to the end of this. Yes, I'm going to send it to you. You are going to cry. <laughs> and then the, chor the chorus of it is hands across the water. That's the part that sounds very like. Yeah, it's literally 16 minutes long. It's three songs in one. And we sing it when we're around each other and we change the words all the time because it's so stupid and it doesn't make any sense. He well, makes a, a butter pie. Oh, he is says that a the real thing? I don't think so. He oh. says the butter wouldn't melt. So I'll put it in the pie. All right. And he what? says it just like that. <laughs> I gotta tell you, a little bit it was hot. <laughs> okay, put it you. in the pie. All right. <laughs> it's so infectious that I heard Alan saying it yesterday. Like he doesn't talk to himself like that or like sing out loud really. And I heard him say that he was in the kitchen and I just started dying laughing. And he was like, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh buddy. 
I don't know how I digressed about Admiral Halsey. I'm going to tell you this, Dana. The song that makes me the angriest when it comes on is Black Velvet. I don't even know the artist's Black name. Black Velvet and that little girl smile. Little boys. Okay. Black Velvet <laughs> and that slow southern style. New, New religion. religion. Yeah. You hate it? Going to bring us to our knees. Black Velvet, if you please. If you please. Uh, I don't please. And I ask you to please stop singing that song, Alanis Miles or whatever your name is. I don't know who it is, but why are you so mad at Black Velvet? I've always hated it from the minute it came out. And it was like a huge hit in the mm, mid-late 80s. Yeah, I remember it very well. I hate it. (laughs) Good to know. (laughs) (laughs) Jessica. What? I'll tell you something really quick, just because we're on kind of touching the tip of country. You know, I'm not the biggest country fan. I do appreciate good music. And country is definitely a genre, even though it's not my favorite. There's a lot of artists I think are insanely talented. And I do sure. like some country. I've only recently been introduced to Brandy Carlisle. And I... Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. So do you ever watch Austin City Limits on Saturday nights? I used to. I haven't lately, but I used to all the time. Please check it out because... I mean, lately, I've never really seen a bad act on there, but they've had amazing people. They had her on with her band. And then I just listened to her on uh, Terry Gross Fresh Air on NPR. But I'm telling you, anyone listening, if you're a Brandy Carlisle fan or if you're like me and you're like, who is that? Please look it up and listen to that Uh, interview. It's incredible. May I ask a serious question? Yes. And don't be angry. Yes. Do you know about Brandy Carlisle because Leslie Jordan sang a song with her on Instagram? Um, no, and now I think I'm gonna die that I did. Because know that. I know you love Leslie Jordan. What? <laughs> yes, it was yesterday he put it up, I think. Okay, I can't. I've honestly really only looked at a few things and really mainly messages that people well, sent me of so stuff busy. like you. Yeah. But no, I love it. And I'm like, oh, this is funny. <laughs> and then I like put my phone down. No, I'll send I, it to you. Okay, I'm You'll dying. die. I'm yeah. dying. I'm dying. <laughs> How has Leslie Jordan become the coolest man in America? How much do you want to hang out with it? What so would you bad. do to have a night out on the town with Leslie? Uh, he's the cutest. <sighs> I mean, he's all of what? Four feet tall? Yes. And boundless energy and funny and salty and Salty. Sweet. And the way he smiles and kind of giggles. I love it. I want a little... I mean, I don't want a doll of him. I want the real him. But my God, you could sell a talking Leslie Jordan doll and I would buy it in a hot minute. Oh, for sure. Love it. Jessica, how was your week? You had a busy week. It was great. I feel like, you know, last week you were saying how I was like, oh, there's things to do now. We're coming out of COVID. Yeah. That's how I feel. And I'm not complaining. I hope it's more to continue. But yes, I got to get away for a couple of days. It was really really lovely out to the woods which was phenomenal by the central coast of california i recommend it to anyone and then yeah like i said i feel a little foggy brained Mm -hmm. but i'm good it was just great to get the heck out of the city and go to one of your favorite places with the elephant seals i love it all the moms and the babies i bet you know, they have that all those cool like boards telling about it. Yeah. The males are now out to sea for migration, but it was all females and their babies. And God, Aww, was it cute. So cute. 
yeah, yeah, tis the season, y'all. If you can get out to the coast, the elephant seals are out there. Oh my god, darling! It's also really good whale watching season. Yes, yeah. Oh. I'd like to take a whale watching cruise soon. Okay. Yeah. I think you can maybe even do that off the Channel Islands, which is really not far. I think that's like right before Santa Barbara-ish, right? Yeah. They, you can also do it. There's all kinds of places, actually. Even mm-hmm. by the aquarium, you can take whale watching oh. tours. So all along the coast here, you can find them that's for so sure. cool. I almost took Henry on one by myself, but it was two hours long and I wasn't sure he was younger right. then. And I, we were by ourselves and I was like, I'm going to wait. And come to find out when the boat came back, we happened to be around there eating. Mm-hmm. And I was so glad I didn't because they saw an orca eat a seal. And they uh, said they watched it, like toss it around. for. Th- and I was like, no, my child doesn't need to see that. He's already yeah. obsessed with animal shows. And that's his favorite part is the hunt. Like, we don't need to <laughs> encourage, <laughs> encourage that Can anymore. you imagine you would have no. made his year? Oh, no. No, I I would have been crying. Uh, I mean, legitimately, the other day I was somewhere and there was a giant cockroach on the sidewalk. And I was like, I'm not killing it. Like, I cannot. I'm just getting so horrible. I can't can't kill anything. Oh, my God. You know what? I'm going to tell you. And I call me a hypocrite if you must. That is the only and I do mean only creature on the planet that I will not think twice about making sure it is completely destroyed. Even when they look up at, like, literally turn their little they head and look at you. They make me sick because they are filthy. All they, they do are, is yeah. crawl around the scavengers of the earth. Yes, they are, I guess, necessary. Oh, my God. Ugh. I can't even think about them. I can't think about them. I hate them. They're, yeah, yeah, but I didn't kill that one, so he went off to live in somebody's house, I guess. Amazing. <laughs> oh, I know what I saw that I bet you're going to be like, whatever, Jessica, you probably saw them a lot growing up. Um, Wild turkeys. Oh, yes. I saw that picture. We do see them a lot in Missouri. In fact, they're big. They're really big. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I, oh, fact, I was like, what the? Growing up, we used to have, there was a field at the end of the street and every year we'd have, we'd see like 15 turkeys in there. You oh, could wow. hear them. We could hear them and we'd be like, oh, the turkeys are back. And we'd go out and look. <laughs> <laughs> My dad constantly has turkeys on his property. On turkey, vul- yeah, turkey vultures. Have you ever seen a turkey vulture? Uh, yeah, and there's a lot of those above the central coast. and because yeah, they're looking for dead babies. I'm sorry, but we saw a skeleton literally in the middle of the road. It was a, a deer skeleton. Oh. But to the it was literally just the skeleton where I thought, did someone's Halloween decoration blow into the road? No, the turkey vultures. No shit. Made. And Alan goes, it's, just clean. it's those turkey vultures. And I'm like, yeah. and then they just I slowly fly over the beaches where the mommies and the elephant seal yes. babies are and just wait for someone to die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so morbid. It really is. It's nuts. <laughs> but it is also fascinating. It's like, well, they're kind of yeah. like nature's cleanup crew. I mean, yeah, for sure. Very needed. Definitely. Alan was shocked, appalled, I don't know, um, tickled by one of the three that I said, isn't there some country man that can come out here with his shovel and get rid of these bones? What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, Jessica, he was probably just busy sitting on his porch whittling and telling the kids not to go up in them damn mountains. Once a group of kids went up there and they didn't come back. You just sounded like Fred Gwynn in Pet Cemetery. <laughs> 
Some say the soil spoiled up there. That's exactly what you're asking for. That's exactly what you were asking for. I'm sorry, but (laughs) when I look at that, and I I am saying that with love, I'm looking around. I would kill to live in that area and to have one of those houses. And I'm like, everybody here has got shovels of many sizes, I can guarantee you, and everything else you would ever need. So let's clean up bones. (laughs) <laughs> is that what you're saying with the benny hill music they come out and like oh my God. <laughs> if your well, dad saw that on the road and i'm not calling your dad a country man if your dad saw something like that on the road when he was driving home would he be like eh. well he might it's not like it's his might, responsibility but he would definitely say don't you run over those they'll puncture your tire <laughs> see See, it will. Well, that's what happened to us when my mom ran over that skunk with our Thanksgiving turkey in the truck. Oh, yeah. It blew the, the bones blew the tire. <laughs> Were you guys in the car with her or was yes. she alone? How scared? Did everybody scream like a movie? Yes. And we stunk. (laughs) And then we had to, we were in the middle of nowhere on our way to Oklahoma. And we had to drive on a blown out tire for a little bit, which can mess up your rims. Yes. And then my dad got out. There was just a little donut in there. So he put that donut on there and we could only go 30 miles an hour. (laughs) It took (laughs) us like eight and a half hours to get there. And our turkey smelled like skunk. We couldn't couldn't cook our turkey. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. But also, I look back and I'm like, why weren't we hauling a turkey from Missouri? Why didn't we just buy a turkey when we got to Oklahoma? (laughs) (laughs) That is like so that's our parents generate and they get it from their parents. But yes, of course, you would have bought it at your local grocer. And then what if they ran out? By the time we get there, they may all be gone. <laughs> we didn't we didn't get to eat that turkey. Oh my God. <laughs> well, Jessica, I had a very uneventful week. Dan Tipton came home every every night and was like, Hey, what was what happened today? And I'm like, nothing. He's like, Yeah, me either. So then I was talking to my dad later and I said, I went back to Dan Tipton and I said, I just want to make something clearer. And I don't know if I'm saying it to you or me or the universe or mm-hmm. what, but nothing is going on. Yes, that's correct. However, I'm very content. Right. <laughs> I'm very happy. I'm yes. into my plants. I'm enjoying my time with my son. He's excelling at everything he's doing. Like, I really don't have any so complaints. Awesome. Yeah. See, sometimes, that's lovely. What a refreshing you, change. Yes. Sometimes no news is good news, right? Yep. I'm just like really content. I bought a fluffy blanket for my porch. You've mm-hmm. got to come over to my back porch. Mm-hmm. Like, I know. Oh, it's an oasis. I love it. I love and it. I love that you bought a new blanket. I'm serious. Those little things to treat yourself. You deserve that. And I, okay, this is how dumb I am. I also put a Q-tip. I bought one of those extra large Ziploc blanket holders that you put oh, like, yeah, yeah. sheets and stuff in to store it. I bought one of those so that I can keep all my blankets and pillows outside, but nice. I can zip them up at night so they don't get bugs or dirty. Smart. And then I put a Q-tip in there that has lavender essential oil. So every time I pull out my little fluffy blanket and fluffy fur 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 foo 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 pillows, <laughs> it smells like lavender. And I got to tell you, I am a happy bitch. That's (laughs) awesome. What a great idea. I love it. Mm -hmm. And Jessica, might I say, I 
today am fully vaccinated. Ah, yeah, yeah. Yay! We're both fully vaccinated. That's so fantastic. Yes, I'm very happy. If you're able to get out and get your vaccine, do please it. do it. Let's do what we can to get through this and make things easier for everyone. Yes. So I'm very a lot of people, because obviously our population in L.A. is quite large, a lot of people drove to other towns. Yes. But at least it's not like having to go to another state. They did drive to some other towns in California where they have plenty of vaccine and not enough, uh, enough willing recipients, dare yeah. I say. Yeah. So if you are looking, have hope and check into cities near where you are. Perhaps. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. For sure. Well, but it's Jessica, a big relief. Oh, man. I, I am so excited. I, I just feel like, okay, life is getting back to normal. And I know we still have to, you know, there's not herd immunity yet. I know mm -hmm. that there's some variants popping up. We're going to have to be careful. Obviously, we're all still masking, following the rules, right. doing what we can for everybody. So we're still on this journey, but it just feels hopeful now. A hundred percent. Yeah. Jessica, do you want to yes. tell everybody how they can get a hold of us? I would love to, Dana. You can find us, if you haven't already, at the Rants and Raves podcast on instagram and facebook on twitter at raves underscore the you can direct message us through instagram or facebook at any time you can also send us an email the rants and raves podcast at gmail.com or go to the contact button on our website www.therantsandravespodcast.com yay please get a hold of us we love hearing from you guys yes um i actually had somebody tag me today in a post mm. That was, they are trying to propagate some succulents and they were like, wish us luck, Dana. I was like, yes. That's awesome. Fingers. <laughs> also, real quick, before we get into our rants, uh, I have a small rant. Mm -hmm. I have a couple of small rants that will just like one sentences. My first one is actually this one's more of an apology. I just want to apologize to Jessica. Uh, all of my men are home today and they have taken over my spaces and I am now hidden in my son's room with the microphone on a table <laughs> and the computer a little bit underneath my left boob. So Jessica <laughs> is just looking at, I mean, legitimately, I should take a picture of the screen because my chins and my boobs look bigger than my head. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's an apology. And then a real quick rant. I just want to say this and we can maybe discuss it another time, but I don't understand the purpose of pine nuts and I don't want them in my food. It's stupid. Oh, pine nuts. Yeah. What do you think I said? I thought you were talking about corn nuts. Those things. No, I don't like those station. either. Oh, those smell like shit. Pine nuts are delicious. No, Maybe they're you stupid. need to have them roasted. They do they taste were different in roasted. A pesto pasta thing I got. Hi. That's part of what pesto's made of is pine nuts. Okay, well, I don't need that soft, chewy, fake sunflower seed. If I want a sunflower seed, I'm going to get it out of the shell <laughs> and, and then suck that salt off there. Suck that Hilarious. salt off there. Put a pine nut in my pesto sauce. That's just a chewy. I'm like, what is that? A, what am I chewing? A bug? I don't need that. Now, that admittedly. Grub was... worm? <laughs> if it was soft, like you just said, yeah. a, I wouldn't like that. It was definitely a raw one and not roasted. Also, maybe, I mean, was it a lot or was it like a few that they did as a garnish? Because the it pine was... nuts are supposed to be ground into your pesto. 
Oh, no. The, I guess it was supposed to be a garnish, but they were mm. real heavy-handed with it then. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you, and I can't believe I'm saying that about yeah, pine nuts with Powell. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. I feel better already. <laughs> because I think pesto is literally just ground basil, pine nuts, and parmesan. Is that and true? olive oil. Those are the three ingredients with olive oil. We always have a jar of pesto in our house constantly. Mm. Dan Tipton eats it like every night. I love pesto, but he yeah. He puts it with um, riced cauliflower and chicken. Delicious. It's almost like a poor man's risotto. Kinda. Yep, that's delicious. <laughs> that sounds great. Yeah, it's great and healthy. Anyway, yes. I don't know what I'm talking about. I digress. <laughs> okay, let's get into our rants. I like it. Uh, this rant is from a listener, so we love that. Here we go. Yes. The year of quarantine has put so many things in perspective. It has also caused my patience for inconsiderate people and those that play dumb, pretending to be naive, to be at 0% tolerance. <laughs> people who pretend to not see a line clearly formed and walking right on into a bathroom or a place of business Equally annoying is when they look at the line, let out a huge exasperated sigh and say, oh, my God, is this the line? All I want to say in return is, no, we all thought we would just stand here and intimidate people. Are you stupid? Yes, it's the line and we all have to wait. Deal with it. There's a lot of exclamation points. <laughs> I wanted to do it justice. I don't even know if I did. There's a lot of exclamation points have to deal with it. <laughs> I feel like I deal with this on a regular basis and cannot be alone in feeling completely annoyed and quite frankly, outraged. Rant over. Hope you have a great week, period. <laughs> Just rant over, period. Hope you have a great week, period. Period. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I get this real hard. Yes. We, we know my patience with people. I think because of the pandemic, our patience, everybody's patience is thinner. It's Don't so you think? Bad. Oh, I told you I'm constantly on a daily basis having to check myself or I'm like, reel it back, reel it back, reel it back. I cannot tell you how many <laughs> freeway thumbs downs I've given people. <laughs> That's a lot nicer. Wow. That's a nice choice. Uh, not with the Powell scowl. It's very aggressive. <laughs> it is a hard thumbs down. Like it's hilarious. A, your thumb is digging in the dirt. That's how hard I'm thumbing you. <laughs> <laughs> and it's usually over traffic. Am I crazy? So we live in Los Angeles. Traffic mm -hmm. is just something we have to deal with. It's part aye, of our life. Aye, aye. But over the pandemic, like there was no traffic. Well, I know, but it's back. now it's back. And the fact of the matter is, this is the <sighs> truth. I, I know I tend to exaggerate. I'm not. People have forgotten how to drive. Yes. They and they are afraid to go the speed limit. No one on the freeway is going the speed limit, I even know. when they can. And it's either people are going 150 miles an hour and weaving out of traffic or they're going 40. I have uh -huh. used my You're fingers so right. to flash four zero. Four zero, and then throw my hands in the air at people <laughs> on the freeway on the four hundred five. I guarantee I was one of the people that you did that too. I might. <laughs> I am legit like the little old lady from Pasadena, but I mean, I'm I'm in mid forties right and I live in Studio City. <laughs> 
people have forgotten how to drive. It's true. And then also, I think we've all been in our homes if we can be or just going to work, whatever our situation is. And so not as much exposure to other people. And so I think we are like, I do get madder when somebody tries to button line and I do. My patience is thin. Yep. And I generally consider myself a pretty nice person. You are a nice person, but yes, no, I look, there's a time and a place and you can tell sometimes you're like, oh, you know, sometimes I'll be waiting with someone and they're like, well, why didn't you say anything? I'm like, because they clearly didn't know or they weren't paying attention, but it wasn't with malice or somebody being a total creep. Right, right, right. right. But the entitlement, it's a lot of the times when you see the, just like the listeners, like the exaltation, the sigh, the glance, and it's the, I'm entitled and I I'm just going to have to be here like I'm going to see if I can just run in because I'm just getting one thing real quick. It's right, like, right. great, don't care, get in the back of the line. X. Exactly. I like can't say when people say, oh, I didn't know or excuse me. Oh, no, Actually, I, don't, I don't accept that. <laughs> you know, I don't accept that. I absolutely do not want to go on a diatribe on this or digress, but that actually happened when Alan and I were away and we stopped somewhere and we were sitting outside. We were the only two people. We were having a drink and this other couple walks up and they were older, but like very erudite. Right. And I, I noticed neither of them are masked, so I'm already pissed because the entire town has signs everywhere about being masked in or out because there's a lot of people walking around, whatever. The guy goes, well, I'm going to ask if they have a mask, and if they don't, we're leaving. And I thought, again, do you know how many times I've seen people not bring a mask? How dare you? Not anyone else's problem. It's on you. Yeah. Dude was rich. Yep. I do know for a fact based on his dog and he and his wife and the way they were dressed. Yep. You have enough money to buy a mask, pal. Yeah. So I so resent that He was expecting that too. someone to supply a mask for him? Yes. Where? He walked in to the place of business and he goes, do you have any masks? Wow. And they're like, I'm sorry, we don't. You'll have to wait outside. Yeah. Why is that their problem? Also, why is that my problem? We wore our mask going in to place our order and to look around in there. How dare you? And also, like, A, you didn't bring a mask to begin with. And also, you don't carry extra masks in your car or something. I have a whole COVID bag in my car. So do I. It's multiple bottles of hand sanitizer, both pump and spray. Mm-hmm. extra cloth masks extra disposable masks same i mean why same i have a yes. whole all COVID, of this yeah I'm so COVID. glad to hear this yeah i have a covid tote in my car yep. <laughs> wow i know i saw a man walk into what was it oh you know what it was i went to five below for easter oh, oh. man I, I loves me a good five yes, below. Yes, yes. <laughs> Uh, the easter bunny was real good this year okay (laughs) but anyway a guy came in and he didn't have on a mask and the kid working you know the Mm -hmm. 16 year old kid working at the front door was like sir you're gonna have to put on a mask and he lost his mind and i was like really it's been over a year i literally i looked at that man and i go oh goodness you're crazy and walked away (laughs) I was like, I can't even like look at you like, what is happening? This You are so off the charts nuts. If you don't know this by now, we might need to look for you as a home. Okay. Okay. (laughs) You might need to be taken care of at this point. I agree. (laughs) (laughs) So crazy. But also I think people, when they do get out there, 
I don't know about you, but I get exhausted so quick. I do one one store trip and I'm like, oh, Lord, God, I mm-hmm. need a nap. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. they get agitated and tired. Like we're learning how to live again. Yep. It's really crazy. Anyway, I 100% am on this listener's side. I know. And maybe I should watch myself and not be as impatient with people. I'll just put that out there. (laughs) Oh, my God. No, I'm telling you. When I read that, I was like, oh, God, you are so speaking my language. Uh, I know. And I I mean, I think I mentioned it on several shows ago, but I did kind of blow up at someone recently that walked right in in front of me at a business. And I was just like, nope, I always am just stew on it. And I'm like, I'm not going to be silent anymore. I'm saying something. You're so funny. I am never. I am always like, no, I'm sorry. This is a line. The back is back there. <laughs> my mouth. Uh, my mouth is just my mouth. It has also, I, my brain doesn't have control over my mouth sometimes. I just say what I think. May I make it clear? If somebody clearly was in duress and asked to go ahead of me, especially to a bathroom, I would let them. If I noticed they were very much elderly or pregnant. <laughs> Yes, please go right ahead. But other than that, you walk in and you're annoyed. Yeah, lady, I was annoyed too. Wait your turn. Totally. When I was pregnant, I did have to ask if I could go in front of people a couple of times. But people were super nice about Mm -hmm. it. What if somebody said no? You're like, well, then I'm going to piss all over your Birkenstocks. And you'll just have to deal with that. Listen, my pregnancy was not glowing and happy. So yeah, if someone had told me no, I would have peed on their face. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I love it. Okay. What's your rant, Jessica? All right. My rant. I was like, oh, yeah, this is my rant. Um, (laughs) Going to a place of business to purchase her gift certificate only to be told, sorry, we're out of gift certificates. My wife needs to make more. You heard me right. That's a lot of levels of I have so many levels just to break this down. Number one, you guys don't use gift cards. I guess you're still stuck in the 90s. Handwritten. Good for you. Yeah. If it's because it's so cool that your gift certificate is a work of art, I still find that crazy. It's a waste of your time. It can't be cheap to do. But okay, whatever. Yeah. You're a barber. Okay, get some gift cards that you can run through your credit card machine and then nobody has to worry about anything. Second of all, if your wife needs to make some, then why hasn't she? But also, why can't you? Why is it so specific to a woman, namely your wife, to get it done? Yes, thank you for saying that because that made... My uh, my blood boil, I thought. He's like, I'm not taking the blame here. I'm going to throw my wife under the bus. Uh-huh. And it's a dude's barber shop. I don't think they do women's hair. I'm telling you, it was real clear that they don't. And I was like, huh, cool. Yeah, I don't know what your wife has to do with anything. But let me just tell you something. I went in there because my husband had gone there once for a beard trim and he goes, oh, they did a great job. And it look, admittedly, I too was like, dang, this place is cute. Yeah. It's like very hipster. It's like a very old school. looks like a barber shop from the show Deadwood. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. It's really cool. It's right across from some of our favorite places in Burbank that you and I love or like the uh-huh. Toluca Lake area. It's super cool. And The dudes in there are just like really taking their time with each client. So when I walked in, I'm like, oh, this place is really cool. Yeah. And then I asked about the gift certificate and he just seemed stunned and was like, oh, and I said, oh, I said, I'm really disappointed. I said, I made a trip over here and 
it was for my husband's birthday. And he goes, I'm so sorry. You know what? We should have some more um, really soon, probably by tomorrow. And I'll, I'll text you. And I said, oh, okay. Nice. That's and nice. He, he didn't ask for my number. So I also oh. then just stood there and then I go, you want to give Boy, me your number so I can right. text you? <laughs> right. He was working on a guy and I even looked at the customer and I'm like, I'm so sorry. And the guy's like, Oh, whatever. So I text him while I'm standing there and said, hi, my name is Jessica. I'm the one who just asked about the gift certificate. Please let me know when they're ready and I'll come back in. That was on a Thursday or a Friday. Okay. We wait. Alan's birthday passes. I when give the guy Alan's the benefit birthday? of the doubt. How did I not know that? Uh, March 23rd. Oh, I'm really. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday, Alan. <laughs> <laughs> so I give him the benefit of the doubt. I'm like, cool. It's been a week. Ain't no way he doesn't have gift certificates, right? Right. I drive back over there earlier this week and I walk in and I'm just standing there and the guy goes, oh, hey. And I said, hey, I'm the one that asked about the gift certificate a while ago and he goes oh uh-huh yeah um i'm so sorry uh, uh we had two of them what and, mm -hmm, so already the lasers are shooting out of my eyes we had two of them and this lady came in to get one and i thought it was you and now i'm realizing it wasn't i said what what happened to the other one yeah He's like, oh, and he just like kind of was stammering. I don't even think he said we sold it. He just said he didn't have any. And then this is what I'm telling you. I had to check myself because Dana, I was <laughs> so irate and I didn't care. And yes, there was three barbers there with three customers. So I was like, I'm not going to be quiet about this. I said, hey, man, I'm not trying to tell you how to run your business, <laughs> but at the bare minimum, when you get gift certificates or whatever it is you're selling, you might want to get more than one or two. two. I said 50 would be great. A hundred would be smarter. I said, I know I used to do this for a store. I said, <laughs> second of all, I came in. You didn't have them. You told me to text you. I did. I never heard from you. Yeah. I gave you a week. You said, oh, yeah, come in. We have them. I said, great. And I said, and I quote, Please put one aside. I will absolutely be there to get it. I said, I'm now in to get it. And you're telling me it's gone and you don't have any more. And then he goes, well, if you want, you could just pay for it and just tell him and he could come in. And that is when my head, I think, started spinning <laughs> around on my body like an owl. I just couldn't oh, take it. Yeah. Like, okay. So what do you, but how does that even work? Show Alan my bank statement. Happy birthday here. Uh, here's a receipt there. for $50 for a uh, parlor, the yeah. parlor. Here, it just, I'll send you a screenshot and walk in there and tell them. Oh my God. I was so pissed. So I that stormed out bad. of there. I yes. was like, I was like, no, I'm sorry. I'm not going to show someone my phone to prove that I paid for something. It's a gift. And no. I don't even care if it was something official with an email from you. I'm I, not just going to tell someone point, I paid for that. I'm not that giving point, them the money. No, but listen, honestly, at that point, he should have said, you know what? Let me give you some letterhead, let me, like a post-it, something. Anything. Anything. He lost the business. Wow. And for real, not I'm not trying smart. to be rude, but I'm like, I hope your business is that good that you just don't care. Because yeah. uh, if it had been cool or I had one of your wife's hand-drawn certificates, which is, of <laughs> course, me only imagining it, you better believe I would have tagged it and put it on social media and all that. Of it's course. like. Yeah. 
if you give someone good service or you have a really good product, and I mean anything from food to like a tangible object, that's the greatest thing about social media for businesses. You oh, get free yes. advertising all the time. Absolutely. Every so, time every time we go to that llama, what's that llama Dalai Lama, the the waffle place. Oh God. Yeah, isn't it called Dalai Lamas? But it's D O L L Y Llamas. Is it Dalai Dalai Lama? Is that right? Yeah. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Every time we go, I post pictures. Yes. And I guarantee <laughs> if you go on, when you go onto these sites, especially like to their Instagram page, if you look in their story, nine times out of 10, nine of those slides in the story are a repost, a repost of a customer. Yes. They don't even have to create content. It's like everybody's taking pictures with their shit and whatever. So, well, and then also just word of mouth, because when you started talking about it, I was like, oh, that would be so lovely for Dan Tipton, because there is something really nice about going and getting a trim and a shave at the barbershop in the hot towels. Like he's told me about it. It's lovely. Yep. But now that you say that, I'm because I didn't know there was a place like that over there. Yeah. But now I'm like, now, boo. Thumbs down. <laughs> like the guy was not. That's what I'm saying. Like if he was rude, I would be screaming yeah, right now, like and I would have. T- I would have told the world, "Don't ever go to this place." I don't right. wish the guy any harm. I'm just really shocked and super disappointed because I'm like, hmm, cool. I was patient and I waited. I even checked in with you. You confirmed it. I came back, and now we're at square one again. Yeah, nah, dude. I'm you lost the I sale. Would I'm not interested. Livid. I was, but there is a place in Silver Lake, but actually I wouldn't send you over there because you can't do it online. And as cool as the experience was for Alan, and I'm super glad that it was, they are real old school and like all the barbers wear white coats and they did not even look at me until they were done with the customer until whichever barber was done with the customer. I sat there for almost an hour. What? Yeah. And like a part of me was like, should I be impressed and dare I say turned on that that dude did not lose focus on his customer for one minute to help the little lady that came in for a gift certificate? And then I'm like, no, that's bullshit. He could have. If it happened all the time, I'd be pissed. How often is somebody going into your old school barbershop? And if they are, then you need to get a receptionist. Yeah. <laughs> Have her sell Definitely. cigarettes and candy. It'll up your business. I mean, somebody needs to say hello. Nope. Wow. I just thumbed through a vintage Playboy and looked longingly out the window until someone would recognize me. And by recognize me, I mean recognize me as a human. Jessica, we need to back up a second. <laughs> what were the magazine choices at this barbershop that forced you to pick up a vintage Playboy? <laughs> That's all there is, vintage Playboy. It's just like, pick your year or your cover. What? Yes. It's 2021, and we have a barbershop in LA filled with vintage Playboy. Every dude's dream. It's like pinup girls, but with their boobs showing. (laughs) Stop posing for me. (laughs) So unattractive. (laughs) You want to talk about creepy? Remember I said something to you, and I mentioned the word lingerie earlier? Yeah. The minute after I text that to you, I opened Instagram and someone that you and I both follow posted something with the word lingerie on it. Now, it could just be a damn coincidence, but I'm sorry. That was weird as shit. I think, yeah. Do you remember I told you the other night 
my friend made a video of my face on Sophia Loren. Yes, yes. And then I opened up my Instagram <laughs> and my buddy had posted, a different buddy in a different state had posted the one of the exact pictures that I had in that video. No way. Saying how much he loves Sophia Loren. And I was like, this is so weird. What about Sophia Dana? And he was like, where did you get this? I was like, you're not going to believe it. But a buddy of mine just made this and sent it to me 10 minutes ago. And when I opened up Instagram, your post of Sophia Loren was right in front of my face. It's so weird, right? It gets soups creepy. (sighs) Because then the ads, like, you know, I've been posting more plant stuff. Yep. you know, joking about being a crazy plant lady. I get tons of moss pole oh, ads, yeah. all kinds of plant ads. <laughs> Anything you mention comes up. Anything. Yeah. I mentioned kinetic sand before Easter. Shut Started up. getting at posts for kinetic sand. Oh, my God. They have a lot of that at Target, by the way. Oh, do they? Mm-hmm. Do you know there's a girl on TikTok that's blowing up because all she does is order different colors of kinetic sand and run it through her fingernails? I can't. She's going viral for that. Dana, we really uh, <laughs> missed our calling in life. <laughs> you know what? We need a cleansing breath. We definitely need a cleansing oh, breath. Oh, yeah. All right, guys. We like to take it. We, we rant out the things that we know ultimately don't really matter, but mm-hmm. we still need to get it out. We mm-hmm. still need to get it out. Mm-hmm. So we get all that out. We take a cleansing breath and we fill up with some goodness. Yes. So here we go. Take a deep breath in. <sighs> And uh, I feel like I didn't get as deep a breath as normal because I'm sitting on my kid's bed. (laughs) (laughs) My boobs are putting too much pressure on my lungs. (laughs) I'll fold it up. (laughs) I'm just sitting here and I'm like, I'm still taking my third cleansing breath. Oh, oh my God. goodness gracious. All right, Dana, you're up first with corners. I'm up first in corners. This is, yeah, here we go. I, I'm just, it, this is a, well, first of all, I should tell you what kind of corner it is. Jessica? What, what is do it? You know, do you know what kind of corner I've got? I think it might be uh, Weirdo of the Week. Yeah, it is. That was <laughs> You're it's weird. You're so very weird. Why must you bring your witness here? Oh, my God. I love that. First of all, you wrote that song for yourself to sing whenever we had that corner. It's become you popular. You asked for it. You created this it's monster. Be- it's become popular. And now, not only do you sing it with vim and vigor, but you also tried to make it a surprise. It wasn't a surprise. I knew it was coming. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god you're so funny okay oh this god. one should i give any kind of warning for this i guess i'll just read the headline and you can decide for yourself if you want to listen you can warn me because it's my number one skeevy dv thing it's it's pretty not great this is from uh one of jessica's favorites the mirror oh the mirror yeah oh yeah this article is by Paige Holland. Uh, she's a showbiz audience writer, y'all. Just a little brag there. <laughs> That's what it says by her name. Woman spends a year collecting fallen hairs, then makes extensions out of it. 
A woman who has been collecting her hair for the last year has revealed that she now has enough to make her own hair extensions in a TikTok video that has more than 21 million views. Okay, not for the right reasons, I'm telling you. Oh, my God. A woman has managed to make her own extensions from hair that has fallen out. The TikTok user known as, in case you guys want to go look, Coco Lee 379 has amassed more than 21 million views documenting her hair journey online. And people are stunned after finding out that 40 to 200 hairs fall out per day. Oof, that's a lot, isn't it? Yeah. The woman calculated how much she could lose in a year. And it was revealed to be a staggering 36,600 hairs. So... She set herself the challenge of collecting all the fallen hair she finds. She started over a year ago and since then has collected so much hair that she's able to make her own hair extension. Uh, Oh, there's a picture. Uh, (laughs) These are my fallen hair. I kept it in bag to to put to the bag. These are all my fallen hair. I kept it and put to the bag. That's what it says. No. She puts it She puts it all into little bags before taping it. Oh, I got to keep reading. Whenever she sp- <laughs> thumbs down. I'm driving by in my car. Beep, beep. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> Jessica's giving the drive-by thumbs down. <laughs> Whenever she spots hair lying around, whether that's in the shower, on the floor, or her clothes, she makes sure <clears> to pick <throat> it up and deposit the hair into plastic resealable bags till they're too full to fill anymore. Oh, God. Then she'll stick them one by one to a strip of double-sided tape. Uh, Okay, Okay, all good now, she says. She combs it to keep it looking nice. She demonstrated putting the DIY extensions into a ponytail in a recent video. I can't. It was quite a challenge, Jessica, as the tape weighed down the hair. Some people were baffled (laughs) as to why she was collecting her hairs. Others were stunned. And tempted, were tempted to try it out for themselves. One person said, I'm confused about what the point of this is. Another wrote, yeah, I think it's a good idea to donate later. No. Oh, my God. Somebody also said, you better make a wig. Listen, I'm looking at it. She puts that double-sided tape across the top. It does look like an extension. I'm not going to lie. But I don't think that's the best way to do it. I think she should have made one of those hair halos. Now, would it have taken more time? Yes. Can you imagine tying every one of those? Uh, The creepy one that goes all the way around. Uh It goes all the way around. I've always wanted one of those. I mean, that would be smart. I was Just to add like body and weight to your hair, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, because I have thin hair. Mm -hmm. And this lady, actually, she was a like a day person to help because we had a big what do you, I haven't worked in so long I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. Background. We had a lot of background. Day player? Yes. So she had come in to help relieve some of the cause all the cast was in it, whatever. Anyway, so mm-hmm. I was in the trailer with her and she was like, Oh yeah, I make those. And she showed me how to make them. Like how oh. to tie you tie each hair onto the little fiber filament elastic thing. And she said it takes a long time, but it'll last you forever. Tie her own hair or she buys synthetic single strands? She buys, it's human hair, but it's bought, you know, cleaned and processed and whatever. But this lady, she just put tape on a bunch of hair she pulled out her brush. I can't. (laughs) You know, I cannot deal when I see other people's hair in particular. I don't want to see it anywhere. 
If I'm in a public bathroom or a hotel and I walk in and there's a hair on the sink or even on the floor, and I've had this happen so many times in hotels, I can't even talk about it anymore because it's going to actually make me get sick. So I'll just leave it at that. I found some very long, very dark hairs on my wall one time after I'd been out of town for a long time. And neither of the people you live with have long hair or dark hair. No. They're both redheads. Hanging off the wall like near a doorway and I let, this is how crazy I am. You guys already know I'm crazy. So it's not like I'm, it's not like I'm shit talking myself or everybody's going to be like, of course you did that, but also you're crazy. So I left that hair on that wall until my husband came home and I walked him over there and I go, do you see that? And he goes, yeah. I go, it's not mine and it's not yours. Whose is it? He got so scared. He was like, honest to God, I don't have a clue. I, 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 I don't know. I really don't know. And then I started laughing and I was like, I know who it is. It's our housekeepers. <laughs> uh, I knew it. Hilarious. I, so mean. <laughs> I, I just pictured them. his poor face, like how scared he was. He was like petrified. Oh God, there's no way I'm going to be able to get out of this because I yeah. don't know the answer, but I don't know. I don't know how it got here or who it belongs to, but I know I'm in oh, trouble. God, that's <laughs> so no, because funny. our housekeepers, like they come in, a, they have a team. Mm-hmm. So there's three of them and all three of them have really long, dark hair and yep. they do like we do and just pull it up on top of their sure. head. And when it gets loose, they put it back up there. You yeah, know? Yeah. <laughs> I knew that's what it was. Oh, I just wanted to see his face. Oh, poor Dan <laughs> he... was probably sweating. Did not think it was funny at all. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to tell you guys, go downtown, wherever you live, there's got to be a wig store downtown. Okay. And buy some fancy, nice extensions for yourself. Yes. They yes. don't even have to be expensive. Just I something. bet Ulta and Sephora probably even sell them now. I mean, probably. Maybe not Sephora, but I bet Ulta does because they have a lot of hairs. Sally Beauty Supply does. Oh, that's true. Go get you some of that. Don't be saving up your God, old hairs. Sally, I remember in the 80s when my mom was like, you know, times were tough. My mom had gone back to school and she was like trying to cut expenses. So one of them was my mom loved going to get a manicure. Who doesn't? Right. So she was like, you know, that's an expense I can't afford. And I remember my mom started going to Sally's and she bought that box of tips, just like nail salons or each oh. stylist would do. My mom taught herself how to do the acrylic fill, (gasps) the tips, and paint her own nails. And so help me God, you'd be like, oh, who does your nails? Wow, that's impressive. It was really, really, really impressive. Uh, Girl, I can't paint my toenails without looking like James Conn and Misery. Look at my nails right right now. I know this is bad podcasting, but. No, that's not bad at all. Oh, Oh, well, okay. Now that it's. (laughs) Now that it's zoomed in, but from afar, it's great. From afar, that's why bright red from afar, even if it's chipped, it's just like, oh, look at her dainty nails. It's like, they're well, I do have small nails, but even if I didn't, they would look it because they're so chipped to the polish. <laughs> One of my lowest points of personal hygiene was when multiple people told me when they came into my place of work years ago, they kept saying, oh my God, I love your reverse French manicure. They weren't being sarcastic or rude. They thought I had a reverse French manicure. But it was just chipped. 
it's because the whole like top quarter inch of my nails was gone. Was gone. <laughs> I was horrified. I was like, mm-hmm. then I started to own it. I'm like, thank you. Thank I like you. it too. <laughs> You're like, I'm edgy. <laughs> <laughs> so ridiculous. <laughs> All right. What's your corner? Okay. This is a really quick one, but it is so cute, and I found it quite inspiring, and it reminded me of my granny. Aww. This is a Golden Oldies Corner. Yay! Which we always love, and this is from April 9th, very timely. Japanese woman, 90 years Uh old, named world's oldest office manager. Oh my god. First of all, she is so cute. Oh and my sh- god! Look at how adorable she yes. is. Yes, yes. Oh my goodness! She's flashing the peace sign and peace. holding up her Guinness Book of World Records award. Oh, couldn't be cuter. This is from Dana's favorite UPI United Press International. Yes, my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> A ninety-year-old Japanese woman who has worked for the same company since 1956 earned a Guinness World Record as the world's oldest office manager. Yasuko Tamaki, who will celebrate her 91st birthday, May 15th, still works five days a week at Sunco Industries for seven and a half hours a day. I mean, that's a full-time job. Yes. Yeah. At that age? Are you kidding me? No. All I did was doing what I'm expected to do for 90 years. So I don't know what to say. I am truly touched, Takami told Guinness officials upon receiving her certificate. Takami said achieving such a long tenure at the company came naturally. I think it's just an accumulation. I always thought I was born to be of help to someone. So I want to do things that make chairmen, managers, and other staff happy. That remains my lifelong goal. The office manager said she has no plans to retire. Once a year ends, then there is another. So I hope to keep on going like that, she said. That is amazing. Ah, so cute. It's like my dad's next door neighbor, Keith. Yes. Who's 92. Yes. And my dad's like, oh, he's already out there gardening. I got to get out and mow the yard. I got to, like, that man does not stop. But I, I bet that keeps him going. A hundred percent, it keeps him going. Oh, for sure. Just like this lady, I bet mm-hmm. that job is what keeps her healthy and thriving. Yep. You have somewhere to go to. You have people counting on you. Like she said, she loves helping people. So I guarantee you every person in that office, no matter how big it is, knows who she is. Yes. I feel like this pandemic taught all of us a really early lesson. Mm -hmm. I think in your elder years, you start learning um, that having purpose is what brings happiness and keeps you going. And I I think that maybe this is – a small silver lining of of what we learned through this pandemic. Mm-hmm. I think we all learned that even when there's nothing, like everything was taken away from us, our freedom right. to socialize, go have fun. Some of us go mm-hmm. to our jobs, um, but having purpose yeah. is what keeps you going, which is why we joke about how my plants saved me, you know, totally. they give me purpose. They give yes. me a reason to get up and open the blinds and water and do mm-hmm. those things, which then gets me going for the day and I'm revved up. Yep. You know, I, what a little doll she was. It's she so, was cute. so cute. No, my grandma did that. And I know that that kept her going. And I think I've mentioned before, like they literally had to gently 
and nicely by throwing her a quite a bash push her out at 70 the retirement age for craft foods was 65 my grandmother stayed longer i think than any employee they ever had she stayed till she was 70 and everyone loved her because she was so youthful like everyone would go to yeah. her for advice and she was very motherly but my grandmother was super hip and very woke and very so hip cool. with the times no it's really cool and yeah. i know even when she had to retire then she started volunteering her time places it gave her something to do and she had Absolutely. the skills you know she's like oh i can help with bookkeeping or i can help with your whatever because i'm so proficient on the computer I love that. It's great. You're yeah. right. It is. It's really inspiring. I hope that, you know, because I watched like my granddad, my, my grandpa in his elder years after my grandmother passed, mm -hmm. you know, our lasting image of him, even before my grandma passed is just him in that, in his recliner watching, right. watching uh people's court. <laughs> like he never wanted to go out and right. I don't want to be that. I want to get out and I want to enjoy and I want to thrive and totally. volunteer and help and, I mean, didn't we already decide, was it you and I that decided we were going to be docents at the Getty together? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> We've got plans. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you might change your mind and want to be a docent at Huntington Gardens. Oh, that might be true. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's get into our raves. Yes. My rave this week, I was so excited because Jessica... Uh, made our outline. She's always so amazing with that. And you gave me boards for bros is mm. my, is my rave this week. And yeah. what's so funny is my sister and I have been talking this week about skateboarding really? because she was posting, sharing some little videos of this five-year-old girl that just shreds. Awesome. I mean, it's amazing. Oh my goodness. This is for real, real time. Everyone. I just got a message from the city of LA saying COVID vaccine appointments are now available for ages 16 plus. Amazing. So that's pretty, pretty, pretty expedient. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Pretty also pretty great. Mm-hmm. Wow. That was kind of a historical moment we all shared. Was. Oh my goodness. Okay. So anyway, so Tiffy and I had been talking about skateboarding, and then I get the outline. I was like, oh my God. Well, also really quick, remember at least a year ago, we talked about that adorable little girl. I think her name was Sky Brown. I know her first name is Sky. Yes. So Dana, they featured her again on either the Today Show or Good Morning America, whatever. They she's did. like 10 or 11 now, oh, and she's God. supposed to be going to Tokyo this summer. Couldn't be cuter. She had a, quite an accident and like broke one of her arms really bad. Oh, like no. most of these athletes didn't I stop know. her. Ooh. It's amazing, but yes, uh, skateboarding. Let's hear it because I right. was a real sucker for the skaters in my day. Oh, were you really? See, oh. I wasn't around very many. Like, I was like a groupie of the skaters. <laughs> mm -hmm, okay, mm -hmm. this is Boards for Bros. You can find them at boards, the number four, boards4bros.org. We are skateboarders and caring individuals giving all kids a chance to have their very own first skateboard. In 2006, at the skate park of Tampa, we started to collect and refurbish skateboards to distribute to youth who could not afford their own. In 2014, we became a 501c3 nonprofit organization fully committed to providing equipment, 
safe skate spots, and youth mentoring in our community. Additionally, our model empowers skateboarders to participate in community service as a donor, volunteer, or project manager. In 2016, we began the process of taking our successful Tampa-based model and expanding our mission nationally. We are thrilled to have chapters in North Carolina, New Jersey, New York, and California, in addition to our very active headquarters in Tampa. Why skateboards? The magic of a skateboard is that it's a mode of transportation in addition to being a tool for play, a tool for discovery, a tool to develop physical skill, a tool to interact with others who share an interest in skateboarding, a tool to teach problem solving, and a tool to teach perseverance. It is good for the mind and the body. It is fun and it can change someone's life. I actually got the chills. I know. Reading that because everything they said is true. Yes. It really does. I used to, I w- listen, I was not a skateboarder, but I did have a skateboard when I was a kid. Yeah. Because our driveway was straight downhill. So oh. we could just, it was so great. Yeah. My aunt, my aunt Donna did it. My dad's sister, she got on it and she had a Mickey Mouse shirt on and she fell and slid down the fr- driveway on the front. It, it pulled the Mickey Mouse logo off her shirt. No. <laughs> she was probably in her 40s when that happened. How traumatized was she? Are you kidding? That was Gary Powell's sister. She got up, dusted off, and went right back down again. Uh, I love her. <laughs> love her. She's my red hair dance. My aunt oh, Donna. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> but it really is like there's a lot of skill. There's person like you said, like they said, perseverance of having mm-hmm. to work on those things, and it is very community driven. I mean, how many times in the last year have I talked about Tony Hawk? And right? I'm not, and I'm not even a skateboarder. He's amazing. Person. No, he's, he's amazing. So great. And he, he gives back, so and he works with kids, and he's and so freaking it, cool. He honestly is probably one of the coolest people <laughs> alive today. Yes, like, I genuinely mean that. He's Agreed. so thoughtful. He's so giving, and he's still freaking good at what he does. Yes. So anyway, I love that boards for bros. And it's also, it's called Boards for Bros, but like they said, it's all kids. Like mm-hmm. so many girls are getting into skateboarding now. Exactly. I love it. I love it. I love it. So anyway, if you're in one of these areas, so their headquarters is Tampa, but they've opened up in chapters in North Carolina, New Jersey, New York, and California. If you don't have a chapter near you, maybe that's something you want to look into. Mm-hmm. And also hot tip from a from a mom here. If you don't want to spend like skateboards can be expensive. Yeah. If you don't want to spend a lot of money till you know if your kid's kind of into it. Right. This girl's got you because five below has those little mini skateboards that oh. any, anybody can use. They adults can use them too. Just to try it out, and you're right. Five bucks. Like... Five bucks. Come get on. Them, get them a five dollar skateboard, and then if they're like, "I'm done with this after three days," then you haven't wasted anything. <laughs> Or they're like, this is a piece of crap. I'm going to take up soccer. Yeah. (laughs) Whatever. Everybody wins, right? (laughs) No, I'm kidding. You make up an excellent point because a lot of times, yeah, a kid wants something. And of course, the parents are like, oh, wow, they're into music or they're into dance or this or that. You buy the equipment or the thing and whatever. Or whatever. Yeah. And what? Maybe a week at best a lot of the time. Let me just tell you, I've got a $300 monster garage with a gorilla that climbs up the side of it in this bedroom that I'm sitting in that has maybe been played with five times. 
No, and I know that Monster Garage. I would have wanted that Monster Garage as a kid. I still sometimes think, I guess I should just play with it. (laughs) (laughs) That thing is actually awesome. I've seen it in the flesh. Yeah, Yeah. and it carries all the cards up to the top of the the top of the garage with yep. a spiral slide thing they go yep. up and then that gorilla goes gah and his eyes glow red <laughs> it's cool that's very cool <laughs> oh, kids maybe you need to get that gorilla skateboard oh yeah now we're talking <laughs> Jessica, what's your rave? All right, guys. My rave for today is a very nerdy one. Ooh, I like <laughs> My dad and I love to outdo each other with stamps. I think you it's know? so cute. I know. I love it. So, you guys, I had to go in to ask what new stamps they had. You and... do that frequently, though. Oh, I'm a total nerd about it. <laughs> Um, And I don't collect them, so I say, but I have to admit, as I've been going through um, a lot of my stuff, I found an unused full sheet of Muppets stamps, and I don't know that I can ever get rid of them. Oh, I don't know that I would, yeah. They're kind of magical. I finally started parting with my Sesame Street stamps, and yes, I'm very specific. It's like, oh, this is definitely a snuffy kind of person, or this is definitely a Grover. You don't just get Grover. I love that. So this is the Endangered Species stamp series. Oh. Now I see them and I'm always like, oh, okay, that's cool. But I never knew that money went to this because I said, what fun new stamps do you have? And the lady pulled them out. By the way, yes, it was my favorite young woman who calls me Madame. No. Swear to God, it was her again. (laughs) She said, or we have these, the Endangered Species stamps where the money goes towards protecting endangered species. I said, done and done. Don't even show me anymore. I didn't know that. They are a little more money, but I really didn't care. I think they were a dollar or two more. I'm like, you know what? For the dollar or two to go to it, great. I'll do it. Sure. So you can find this at USPS, but also um, I'm going to link to this. It's a government site for like fishing and wildlife services is what it is fws did you know there's a way for you to concretely help support the conservation of sea turtles great apes elephants tigers and rhinos if not you have the opportunity to join excellent company through purchases of 50 million seven hundred and eighty four thousand eight hundred and six tiger stamps to date americans have raised $5,740,000 for conservation projects that have helped to protect some of the most iconic and charismatic animals on earth. Wow. It's crazy. That's a lot of, that's what I'm saying for, if we all gave one or $2 more, they raised over $5.7 million. That's crazy. More formerly known as the Save Vanishing Species Stamp, a portion of every tiger stamp that is purchased helps to fund conservation projects around the world. To date, 99 projects in 35 countries have been funded to help protect these beloved yet highly threatened species. On September 20th, 2011, the U.S. Postal Service started selling the stamp. Its image features a beautiful Amur, pardon my pronunciation, Amur tiger cub, and was designed by Nancy Stahl. The price of the stamp marginally exceeds the cost of the first 
class postage. Please enjoy the stories about how stamp funds have helped conserve species through the link below. It is also possible to read a short description of each of the projects that have been funded since 2012. Wow, that's really, really cool. So it's awesome. And again, I always say this, but we all got to get our stamps. Sure. Yeah. So it's my, again, we don't have a lot of money, y'all. We're all trying to get by these days. Uh -huh. But once in a while, I'm like, yeah, I can give a dollar to the children's hospital when I'm checking out at CVS, or totally. I can pay $2 more for these awesome stamps. And by the way, it was a big sheet of stamps. It wasn't just 10 stamps. You get like 20 stamps, I think. Oh, wow. It was amazing. And it's going to fantastic projects. I mean, yes. the proof is in the pudding. You see how much money they've raised and how many projects they've been able to fund for that. That's so, amazing. I love yeah. that. Yay. Thank you, Jessica, for sharing. Because that's uh -huh. also something that any of us can go to. Absolutely. It's not like location specific. Right. I love that. I do too. Thank you. <gasps> Jessica. Dana. I think that's our show. I think it is. Oh, my goodness. You want to tell everybody how to get a hold of us one more time? Yes. Uh, thank you to all of you who write in. And thank you for sending any kind of content, stories, rants, raves, chuckles, gags, whistles, zippity-doo-dahs, whatever you can think of. Um, <laughs> <laughs> please uh, send that our way. And you can find us at the rants and raves podcast on both instagram and facebook on twitter at raves underscore the email us directly at the rants and raves podcast at gmail.com or through the contact button on our website www.therantsandravespodcast.com yay thank, thank you Jessica. And thank, thank you to you, everyone Dana. who writes in and has fun with us mm -hmm. um i guess trying to think my takeaway for today let's see i know for sure that I missed Alan's birthday. And also I know uh Nick Armstrong's going down. So <laughs> I don't even remember why. It was something about Paul McCartney. All I know is he's going down. The bottle wouldn't melt, so I'll put it in the pile, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, we always like to close the show out. I like to give us a point to ponder. We kind of share some things we've been exploring this week. I, <laughs> sorry guys, I'm real sorry about it, but it's been serial killer week on oxygen. What? There's, a, <laughs> there's a lot of good crime programming this week on oxygen, guys. It's serial killer week. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> and then I finished a series. It's a Spanish series on mm -hmm. HBO, I think. Yeah. Um, called 30 coins i think i mentioned mm. when i started watching it it's sort of based around the it's based around the idea that judas got 30 coins to betray jesus oh but in actuality he was kind of like snape in harry potter yeah like he was supposed that was his job was right. to betray jesus mm -hmm. so that that that's this particular theory so anyway um the coins have been lost of course over his, the course of history. Okay. And if you gather all the 30 coins that Judas made from um, betraying Jesus, then you could have all the power. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's interesting. It's, it's heavy. It is a little bit, but it's a little bit, it's kind of a fun guilty escape, though, because it's a little bit not 
very believable. I mean, I'm sure after that explanation, you're like a little bit, Dana. <laughs> but there's some good demon stuff in there. There's some good brought back from the deads mm -hmm. made out of a scarecrow. I don't want to ruin anything. Anyway, it's a fun little trip if you like scaries and don't mind subtitles. <laughs> Have you been watching anything? You know what? I indulged in a guilty pleasure. I was babysitting for a friend this week and they have like anything you could think of to watch on the television. And I was like, oh, I'll just watch Netflix. There's plenty for me to choose from. Yeah. Yeah. I went down the rabbit hole and I went deep and you best believe I'm going to try to finish it tonight. I um, visited the 19th season of America's Next Top Model. I don't even know what Jessica, season they're on. Jessica. It's the college season. No, I did not make it that far. I'm not going to say I was roped into the next top model world for a couple years. Uh, I've never been unroped other than I don't know what network it's even on anymore or when the <laughs> hell they show it. I'm just going to leave you with a few gems of the challenges. Okay. You know, that each week they have a new thing. And yeah, they got to prove themselves. One was zombies. What? zombies okay like they're in tattered clothes and one side of their face looks gorgeous and the other one is all okay. eaten up like a zombie uh -huh. um maybe my favorite it's the most ridiculous, but i'm like actually this is kind of genius they each had to put their heads through and they clicked down like a frame um on either side so that it looked like they were mounted on a wall like taxidermy oh and they kind of cool it's really cool. And they did their hair kind of weird. Not so obvious, like forming it Horns. into antlers, but yeah. a nod to it in a way. Yeah. Um, it was very fun, highly entertaining. There's one girl that, my God, I don't know how anyone could have stood being around her all the time. She Jessica! is. <laughs> uh, you know what? You'll watch it and you'll know what I mean. Also, like, I have any room to talk. I think my fuse <laughs> is shorter than yours. <laughs> I'm the one that if somebody says, you don't like me, do you? I'm the one that goes, no, I don't. <laughs> if you ask me that question, I absolutely will say, no, I don't. Like uh, you. Don't hilarious. ask me that. That's dumb. <laughs> hilarious. All right. So I had a cut one point to ponder, like just a fact I wanted to give you guys. But then when we were talking about skateboarding is kind of extreme sporty, right? So I just want to let you guys know that there are options if you're worried about like breaking bones or whatever. Did you guys know that you can do extreme ironing? It was founded in 1997. Um, oh, right. Yeah. Challenging competitors to press shirts in unexpected locations. That's, no. the, that's the challenge, I guess. It, you can do it like high up in a tree, hanging over cliffs, oh, or, or paddling whitewater rapids. Stop it. <laughs> It was founded in 1997. Ex that's an extreme sport. There you go. Unreal. If you don't want to skydive, go do some ironing, you guys. I got you. <laughs> All right. But the one that I wanted to share, mm -hmm. you know how you, I think you, I think you're the reason I follow the crazy wombat lady. Is that right? No. You don't, don't follow the crazy that. wombat lady on Instagram? No, but you just reminded me of the spoon lady who did our listener and friend wrong. I know that makes me not. Yeah, I'm looking at you, Spoon Lady. Yeah. Yes, yeah, Spoon I Lady. I just outed you. Yeah, Spoon as Lady. As a charlatan a... and a thief. I was a fan. I watched all her videos. Not anymore. No. 
Anyway, I just, ugh, now I'm in a sour. All right, guys, fine. Here we go. Wombat feces is cube shaped. That was what? my <laughs> That was my fact. What? <laughs> like a box. We'll be, yeah. like a we'll be back square. next Tuesday, hopefully with a fresh episode. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, it's true. Thanks for hanging in there with us, guys. I just wait, let me tell you. I'll give you a little more because I'm sure you're wondering. <laughs> Wombat's produced around 80 to 100 pieces of excrement each night. And until recently, oh. no one knew why it was cube-shaped. But in 2018, it was concluded that the wombat's intestines, which are made up of some stretchy and stiff sections, create the edges of the cubing during the digestive process, which creates cube-shaped poo-poo-poos. You're welcome. Love you, Jessica. <laughs> Did you freeze? Is your computer frozen? I froze my brain on dry ice and I don't want it unthawed for another hundred years. Oh my God. But honestly, a little bit. How cute is that? A little bit. It's a little roly poly wombat with a hard butt that poops out little cubes. First poopsie the unicorn with its rainbow colored soft serve and now a wombat with its cube poop. You're right. I'm mad again. All right. We're going to be (laughs) Love ya. Love you, Jessica. Bye.